Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you.
good morning. Yes, yes, what, yet what a nice day it is to be in the house of the Lord. Yes, yes, yes. stand for the reading of his word. I will be reading from Psalms 100 in the King James Version 1 through 5. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. For the Lord is good. Can we say that again? The Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endureth to all generations. May we pray. Heavenly Father, we just come to you again today saying thank you, first of all. Thank you for all the things that you have done for us, sight, seen, and unseen, Father. And we just want to continuously bless your name. Father, we know that it's you and you alone. Your will and your will alone that carries us through the things that we go through in life. So, Father, we just want to continuously say thank you. Thank you for the ones that are here in, uh, in the church, Father. Thank you for the ones that are online, the ones that would love to be here, but they couldn't be here but for some reason. But at least you are letting them see and hear your word, Father, that will be brought to you. We just want to say thank you for the shepherd of this house, Father, for the word that he will bring to us today to further lead us and guide us in a way that you would have us go. Father, we just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you. We can't thank you enough, Father, for all the things that you have done, all the things that you are doing, and the things that you are going to do long as we continuously try to do your will. It's in the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. When we say praise the Lord, you say hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is great and greatly to be praised. Repeat that to me. God is great and greatly to be praised. Oh, the greatness of the Lord is inconceivable And the love that it shows is unconditional Oh, the power of the Lord is unbeatable Great is the God we serve Say the greatness of the Lord The greatness of the Lord is inconceivable The love that he shows The love that he shows the power of the Lord is unbeatable. Great is the God we serve. Those words were 
up here for you to learn the song. Don't just read. The love that he shows. The power of the Lord is unbeatable. Great is the God. We want y'all to sing this and do it again. The greatness of the Lord learned the song. It's a simple song. The love that he shows. The power of the Lord is unbeatable. Great is the God God is great. And we can put our hands together. Come on, y'all. Greatly to be praised. I said, God is great. And greatly too. Let's go back to the beginning one more time. Say the greatness of the Lord. Help us say this, y'all. The love that He showed. Unconditional. The power of the Lord. It's unbeatable. Come on, y'all. Say great. Come on, one more time. Say, say the greatness of the Lord. That's four facts about the love. That's why he's so great. The love that he showed. The power of the Lord. It's unbeatable. Great. I said God is great. Hey, and greatly too. Come on, put your hands together, y'all. Whether you're sitting or standing, come on now. And greatly too. Oh, modulate, say God is. Come on, everybody. Greatly too. He's been so good. Come on, all over the building, say. And greatly too.
and greatly to be praised. He deserves our worship. Been great. Great. I know one thing. So much going on in the world today that when we come into this house, we should not want to leave here the way we came. So let's make sure there's a, there's a sweet spirit in this place, but let us formally welcome him into this place. The song says, Lord, you are welcome in this place. Lord, you are welcome in this place. Lord, you are welcome in this place. Have your way. It's a simple song. That's where we lift our hands and we say, Lord, Lord, you are holy hands in this place have your way yes say it again Lord you are welcome these aren't songs that we listen to these are songs that we participate in our praise and our worship he's worthy Lord, you are welcome. This place can be our heart. Not just this building. Welcome into our hearts, Lord. Have your way. In the second verse. Move by your spirit. In this place. Move by your spirit. In this place. Help me say. In this place, have your way. Come on, say this again. Move by your spirit. In this place, Lord, move the way you need to move. Move by your spirit. Lord will follow you. Have your way. Oh, say, send your anointing, Lord. Send your anointing. Oh, shower down. Rain on the floor. Send your anointing. Let the power of the Holy Ghost. Your anointing. We want you to have your way. Say it again. Send your anointing, Lord. Send it down. We need your anointing. We don't want to do anything without the Lord. Send your anointing with our hands lifted up. And our mouths filled with 
some praise. Lord, have your way, Lord. Have your way. Move, heal, and deliver. I don't want to leave like I can. Heal the places that need to be healed. Lord, deliver, Lord, deliver. I just want to hear the audience. If you can sing this congregation, sing, heal, and deliver. with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places and has seated us in those heavenly places where the spiritual blessings are. You may be seated. We're grateful to God for another opportunity to come together in worship. He has kept us. He has provided for us. He has protected us. He has preserved us through another week. And he has allowed us to see the start of a new one. And for that, we're just grateful. We're just grateful. Welcome to all of those uh, who are here worshiping with us in person. We don't take that for granted anymore. We're grateful for the opportunity to come together with the saints and worship him in person. Uh, if you are here and you don't consider yourselves a part of the Mount Calvary Nation, 
If you're visiting with us today, first time or otherwise, would you mind, if you're able, would you stand so we can see who you are and where you are? We'd love to welcome you officially. God bless you. God bless you. Mount Calvary, would you make them feel welcome? Come on. Let's sing to them. We welcome you into Mount Calvary, the house of worship. So glad you came and saw his name. Let's lift him up together. Thank God we're here from far and near the Lord has promised And with the love of Christ, we are transformed. That's what we're about, revealing the glory of God's kingdom. Here's how we're doing it. Through love, with diversity, with excellence, prayer and integrity, we welcome you. We welcome you. Welcome. Welcome. To those who are joining us online, those who are in the e-congregation, we welcome you as well. We're grateful to God for the technology that allows us to worship together virtually, and we're grateful for the people behind the technology who make it possible every week for us to worship together literally all over the world. Let me make just a few observations at this point in the worship experience. Um, we do have with us today uh, Pastor Josh and the youth group from the Eaton Community Church. Welcome. Welcome. We're glad that you've chosen to worship with us. They are uh, doing a little uh, field tripping, a little traveling, exploring different worship uh, styles and, uh, and worshiping with different Congregations, we're glad that you all chose Mount Calvary. I do have a, a note of thanks from Ms., Mrs. Monica Heflin. Uh, you know that she is the owner of Anointed Dance Academy and one of our own. And she thanks Mount Calvary for our love and support uh, at Anointed Dance Academy's winter recital last night. She really appreciates the way you all support. Let me thank Miss Debbie and the team uh, for a wonderful first free lunch Friday this past week. And they'll be at it again here shortly. Um, free lunch Friday is open to anybody. John 3.16 is kind of my jumping off point for it. For God so loved the world. That's everybody without exception, right? That he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, that's anybody without exception, all right? Uh, the way I put it to the team, if you are poor or if you have plenty of money, right? If you are homeless or if you have four or five homes, if you're lonely or if you have a whole bunch of friends, the idea is that anybody without charge, without exception, 
and without condition can just come and be. All right? 11.30 on Fridays, come and get you something to eat. Um, come hang out with the saints or find a corner by yourself. It doesn't matter. Is that my phone doing that? That's whoever's it is, answer it. Okay. <laughs> um, free lunch Friday, all right? No strings attached. No strings attached. All right. I told you last week that Minister Scruggs um, fell, and I think she shattered her elbow or something, and she was going to have, have to have surgery. Uh, turns out she does not have to have surgery, praise God. She wanted to share that good news with us. Uh, you all know that we are in partnership with Valerie School, and, um, and we got word this week that uh, several of the children are in need of uniforms. Uh, they just don't have the uniforms that they need. Um, you know, the uniforms you bought at the beginning of the school year don't fit now, right? Um, so we're going to help them with that. We are asking that you would purchase uniform pants and shirts. Miss um, KK, is Kalila here? She's, what? <laughs> I love it. Um, is there a particular color we need? All right. Dark green top and navy blue bottom. That's right. Dark green, navy blue. Um, if you can purchase, um, we need several sizes. You can bring them to the church during the week. The office is open from 10 to 6, Monday through Friday, or you can bring them with you next Sunday. Or you can make monetary donations by Cash App or by Givelify. Uh, the Cash App handle is MT. Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. Awesome. Thank you. Um, you can cash app MTCALMBC if you'd rather just send the cash and we'll go purchase the uniforms. Uh, there is a list in the lobby that has all the information that you need, but we want to be a blessing to the children at Valerie and to those families who need some help with their uniforms. Just a reminder, uh, Deacon Tony Johnson, if you can hear me, would you make your way up this way, please? Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Just a reminder that uh, small group spring sessions will start soon. Keep your eye on the website. Keep your eye on the Facebook page. Uh, keep your eye on the, the, uh, the information tables out in the lobby. That information will be to you shortly. This, my friends, is Deacon Tony Johnson. And uh, January is almost up. We begin February in just a couple of days. And Deacon Tony Johnson and Deacon Parker Burks are our deacons on duty for February. If there is, if there's something that comes up, uh, you've got a birth in your family, a death in your family, somebody's graduating, some some reason that you need uh, instant connection with Mount Calvary. This, along with Deacon Burks, he's in Houston. But these are the men to call. They will be the ones to make sure that nobody in the congregation gets overlooked. That number again is 937-422-9849. 422-9849. Thank you, Deacon Johnson. Thank you, sir. Would you keep the following in your prayers? Kelly Harris, uh, she is in the hospital still. She fell, um, she was frying some chicken, fell and, uh, and broke her thigh bone uh, and had to have surgery. Things went well, but she is still in the hospital. Keep her in your prayers. Uh, Brother Daniel Norman, 
our sound technician, his grandmother passed. Would you keep him and his family in your prayers as well? And uh, Deborah Million, I told you her brother passed last week. His funeral is going to be this Thursday at Glickler Funeral Home. That's right on Salem Avenue here next to Omega Church. Would you also keep Sister Veronica Cunningham in your prayers? Um, she has been added to the sick list this week. And also Fela Bonner, continue to keep her in your prayers. She's now at Sienna Woods uh, in rehab. Um, I think that's all I have. Nope, it's not. Christian Moncrief, are you here? How about Sydney Moncrief? Dr. Terry Moncrief? Nope, all right. I'll save them till they're here. Good. Come on, Ms. Patterson. Uh, Ms. Patterson has an announcement, and then the choir will come and lead us further in worship before we go back to Matthew 6. Yes, ma'am. Today, right after service, for anybody who has joined the Mount Calvary family between October and now, uh, or if you missed the last one, you are welcome to join us for dinner uh, just after service in the atrium. Just go through that door and follow it on around until it dumps you out in the big room with the glass, all right? God bless you. Good morning, Mount Calvary Nation. I have an announcement that the 2023 oratorical contest is fast approaching. The topic this year is making the world a better place. Gen Zers engaging in the work of evangelism and social justice at church and in community. Base scriptures will be Matthew 28, 19 and Matthew 5, 16. It's imperative in this age of social media where we frequently find ourselves making our statements in small letters, emojis, and what have you, but there is still a need to communicate well, to speak well, to make sure that people know and understand who you are and what you really, really represent. The categories our young people will be competing are elementary grades two through five, middle school grades six through eight, high school grades nine through 11, and the graduating seniors will be able to compete also on the state level and possibly go to the national where they will compete for National Baptist Convention for major scholarship money. I say this because young people have a greater need than any other to make sure that they are heard and heard in ways that people like me who are baby boomers really understand and also can find that they have something valuable to say. The speeches must be written by the contestant. So if you have young people in those age groups or you find that you would like to compete, please see Dr. Joanne Elder in the lobby after service. 
Dr. Elder, would you stand so people can see who you are? She will have more information. And for those who are willing, willing to write speeches and willing to compete, Dr. Elder and I will be working with you so that you can rise to the levels that we know are there. So to all, we want you to be heard. And Gen Zers, now is your time. Thank you. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Uh, before we started service, uh, myself and Ms. KK were talking uh, briefly about the fact that we had never experienced a church outside of our demographic, a church outside of our denomination until we had the privilege of being in college choirs and our college professors took us to different churches. Pastor Josh, if you'll stand up, please. I'm touched by their presence today. Um, I want to thank you because uh, in today's world, you know, we need leadership like your leadership. Kids need to know that we all serve the same God. It, we didn't get that information till, till we were in college. Sixth graders, raise your hand. Sixth grade, seven, I'm sorry, we started seventh grade. Seventh grade, raise your hand. Eighth grade, raise your hand. Ninth graders, raise your hand. Tenth graders, raise your hand. Yes, eleventh graders, raise your hand. And our sole senior, senior, we welcome you. God is good, everybody. And if it wasn't for his grace and mercy, we would not be here today. Hallelujah. Your grace and mercy brought me through. I'm living this, this moment because of you. And I want to praise you and thank you too for your grace and mercy, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. It brought me through. Help me say your grace and mercy. It brought me through. I'm living this moment. Living this moment. Lord, because, because of you. And I want to thank you, Jesus. And praise you too. Praise you too. For Lord, your grace and mercy. Brought me through. Mm, thank you for saving sinner like me. 
saved me to tell the whole wide world salvation is free there have been times where I Lord I just didn't do right but Lord your grace and mercy watched over me watched over me all day and night if this is your testimony I need you to join me in singing your grace and mercy oh just lift your hands I know I'm not the only one that feels this way I'm living this moment just because of you and I gotta take out the time to say thank you Jesus and I gotta give you all the praise for it was your grace brought me through No, 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 I've already paid the price. I once was blinded, but thank God now I see that it was only your grace and mercy, Lord, that rescued me. Help me say, I didn't get here on my own. I'm living this very moment. Lord, because I gotta take out time to say thank you, Jesus, and praise you too.
Are you grateful for his grace? Yeah. Come on, sing it. Thank you. Matthew 6 and verse 13 is where we are and we're going to read it from the King James Version of the Holy Bible today Matthew 6 13 and here's what it says and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. You may be seated. Just before we start, I got word this week that uh, Deacon John Taylor's great-great-grandson um, was taken to the hospital um, and got into some, uh, some medication and uh, taken to children's. He's four, four, and, uh, and had a pretty rough go of it for a couple of days. Um, but thank God he's, uh, Miss Karen just got a text. He's ready to be released today. Would you continue to keep him in your prayers? What's his name? Avion. Avion Thompson. All right. Continue to keep him in your prayers and that family as well, would you? All right. We are about halfway through our sermonic series on prayer. We have been uh, studying what the Bible says about prayer, starting with this model prayer that Jesus teaches his disciples to pray. We've had a wonderful journey thus far through the model prayer. God has taught us through what Jesus has said here. He's taught us about his preeminence, right? Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your name is reverenced. Your name is set apart. Your name is so high that nobody compares to you. He teaches about his preeminence, but he also teaches, about, teaches us to pray God's program, right? God's program, thy kingdom come. God's plan, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We are to pray about provision. Give us this day our daily bread. Uh, we pray for pardon, right? Forgive us as we forgive others. We pray. <laughs> right. I didn't know that, that we were going to be tested each week on each one of these, right? <laughs> We pray for the Lord's protection. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us, snatch us out of evil. 
He ends with a praise for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. We talked about that last week. The kingdom belongs to you. The power belongs to you. All the glory belongs to you. And then finally, Jesus concludes this prayer lesson with three words, for ever, amen. And um, I didn't have a subject really until uh, last night. Um, Chris was doing what Chris does. Um, he was entertaining us, and uh, and he said, "Rev or Doc, I can't remember which one. You got to close tomorrow." What? <laughs> close it, and he proceeds to make fun of my sermon endings. Um, <laughs> and said in his in his uh, Sam Winston preacher voice, "Good evening, Mount Calvary." <laughs> because how you close it matters. So Jesus, this prayer lesson closes forever. Amen. So let's talk about it. I know the New American the New American Standard Bible, the New King James version of the Bible and some other translations put the first two words together, forever. Amen. But in other versions, like the King James version that we read, it reflects how it actually is in the original language for space ever amen it puts a little more emphasis on each powerful word since he has told us when you pray this is how you should do it i believe that we need to understand why jesus closes this model prayer with these three words such little words for ever amen but they mean so much let's do some digging the word for here is a little different. It's a little bit different than the word for earlier in the verse. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory. That word is hati. In the original text, it simply means because, right? Because yours is the kingdom, yours is the power, yours is the glory. Jesus is saying, I can call you Father, I can trust your program and your plan, I can look to you for your provision and your pardon, I can depend on you for your protection, because thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. That's the first four in this verse. But by the time we get to the last three words of the verse where Jesus says, forever, that four is a different word with a different meaning. That for is ice in the original, which means into or unto. So when you pair it with the word that comes behind it, I own, ice I own, meaning an unbroken age or perpetuity of time or eternity or all ages. So what you get when you put them together is into eternity, unto an unbroken age. For all time 
and beyond into forever unto all ages do you get it that's the first thought in these last three words we see number one the length of God's reign the length of God's reign the length the time the duration of God's reign in other words the kingdom belongs to you forever the power is yours for the rest of all time and eternity you will always get the glory forever that's God's term of office that's how long he will reign let me see if I can uh, help us understand a little bit. When I was elected president of our state denominational work a few years ago, I was elected for a term, four years. The most I can serve is eight. Now, as far as predominantly black Baptist churches in the state of Ohio goes, I will serve in the seat of authority for a limited time. And when my time is up, somebody else will take over. We in America, we are used to terms of office. That's why the Constitution says every so often there have to be elections, right? So George Washington presided over the country from 1789 to, to 1797. Then John Adams took over. He was in charge until 1801. Then Thomas Jefferson took over. He was president until 1809 when James Madison took over. He was president until 1817 when James Monroe became the president. You get the picture. They all served a specific term in office, 43 men, right? And then one November day in 2008, there was elected a man who looked like most of us, a two-term United States senator from the state of Illinois, only the fifth African-American to serve in the United States Senate in this country's history, one Barack Obama. And as proud as we were to call him Mr. President, even he had to give it up in 2016 what's your point reverend here is my point all those men who have served served for a while and then somebody else took over uh, this country did that because when we broke away from England when they broke away from England they had a king and you know a king doesn't have a specific, a specific term limit a king is a king until he abdicates or until he dies I'm trying to go somewhere and you do know what the Bible says about our father Father. Exodus 15 8 says the Lord shall reign forever only a king reigns Psalm 45 6 says your throne O God is forever and ever only a king sits on a throne Psalm 29 says he sits as king forever Psalm 47 says he's a great king over all the earth Paul said in 1st Timothy 1 17 Paul called him the king eternal immortal invisible the only wise God when God gave John a glimpse of the Lord Jesus in the book of Revelation riding from heaven on a white horse he said I saw his robe and on his robe and written on his thigh I saw his name it said King of Kings and Lord of Lords he is the king and a king is king until he abdicates or until he dies and I've got some news for you today God has not given up his royal authority he has not abdicated the throne and he he is not dead he is surely alive and as long as he lives he will reign that is the length of his reign forever nobody will succeed him <laughs> well, there are some 
there are some implications to the length of his reign. First of all, it implies that we can depend on God to always be who he has always been. Let me say that again. This truth says that we can depend on God to always be who, has, who he has always been. Please don't get me wrong. He may not always do things as he has always done. He may heal you differently this time than he did the last time. He may deliver differently this time than he did the last time. He may not do things the same way, but the truth is he's God, he's always been God, and he's always going to be God. That's why the psalmist wrote in one of my favorite psalms, Psalm 90, Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations before the mountains were born, before you brought forth the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting, you're God. That's why he introduced himself to John saying, I am he who is and who was and who is to come. Let me see if I can help us out. He was a provider back when my parents didn't know how they were going to make ends meet. And the only reason I'm standing here today is because he's my provider now. And in the future, whatever I need, he will provide. Same God that healed the lepers in the Bible is the same God that can heal cancer today. He's the same God that can heal corona and its after effects. And just in case some other sickness comes along in the future, he can heal that too. The same God that provided manna in the wilderness gives me food to eat today. And if I get to see tomorrow, he'll have tomorrow's provisions waiting for me when I get there. The same God that brought the children out of Israel the children of Israel out of Egypt is the same God that will bring my children out of their bondage. The same God that shut the lion's mouth when Daniel was in the lion's den is the same God that will shut your enemy's mouth when they're out to get you at work. I'm just trying to get you to understand. The same God that stepped in the furnace with the Hebrew boys is the same God that will go through the fire with you and you won't get burned up either. The same God that raised Lazarus up is the same God that will raise you up. All I'm telling you is that we can depend on God to keep on being who he has always been. He's still a savior. He's still a healer. He is still a provider. He's still a way maker. He is still a miracle worker. He's still peace in the middle of a storm. He's still a friend that sticks closer than a brother. He is still a heart fixer. He's still joy. He's still God. That's the first implication. We can depend on him to be who he's been. But there's another implication to this phrase forever because a forever king deserves my forever praise. The kingdom, the power, the glory are his forever, so I'm going to worship him forever. As long as I have breath in my body, I'll worship him. As long as I can open my mouth, I'll sing his praises. As long as I can use my arms, I will lift my hands. As long as I can move my feet, I'll dance before him. 
Psalm 146 says, I will praise the Lord all of my life. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. And then when it comes time for me to leave here, I will slip out of this earth suit <laughs> and I'll lay it down and immediately I'll be in his presence and I'll keep on worshiping him then. The songwriter wrote it like this, when we've been there 10,000 years, bright shining as the sun, we've no less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun. I get to praise him forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. That's the length of his reign. He reigns forever. May I offer, there is quite a bit that we get to see now, thanks to social media, that would challenge this fact. When I read some of the stuff that I read, when I see some of the videos that I see, many of you watched what happened in Memphis a few short weeks ago. There is the temptation to wonder whether or not he reigns. But I got to tell you, we need to hold on to this. Our God reigns. No matter what it looks like, he reigns. No matter what it feels like, he reigns. And as a matter of fact, that's, that's on a macro level, but how about on a micro level in your life? When it looks like everything is going awry, I need you to know he reigns. Would y'all help me please to preach this to somebody, look at them and tell them he still reigns. I don't care what the doctor said, he reigns. I don't care what your children are doing, he reigns. I don't care what your bank account looks like, he reigns. I don't care what the devil is trying to plant in your mind, he still reigns. He's still in charge and he shall reign forever. There is, <clears throat> there is one more word in this prayer. There's one more word in this prayer. Amen. <laughs> That's our last stopping point today. As we look at Jesus' clothes, he says, Amen. That's first we see the length of the Lord's reign, but then secondly, we see the language of our response. That's number two, the language of our response. He gives it to us here, and it's much simpler than we give it credit for. Jesus closes, amen. When it's found at the end of a phrase like this, it means, so it is, or so be it, or may it be fulfilled. It was a custom which passed from the synagogues into the Christian assemblies that when someone had read or offered up a prayer to God, the others responded, Amen. 
And in saying that, hear me please, in saying that, they made the substance of what was said their own. Did you catch what I just said? Can I give it to you in Winston translation? Amen takes somebody else's words and puts them in your mouth. When something is said that you catch a hold of, you say, amen. You take those words and put them, it's like you said it. I agree, right? That's, uh, that's the proper response in our praying. That's why I pray back to God based on what he has already said to me. That's why I pray his word. That's why I pray back to him what he's given to me. When I say amen, I am putting his words in my mouth. Do you understand how, if you understand how powerful that word is, somebody say amen. <laughs> his word says, my God shall supply. I'm going to try my best to behave in front of company my God shall supply all my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus <laughs> and I say amen his word says he's able to keep me from falling and to present me faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding great joy. And I say, amen. His word says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And I say, amen. His word says, no weapon formed against me will be able to prosper. And I say, amen his word says I shall live and not die and I say amen his word says greater is he that is in me than he who's in the world and I say his word says I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength and I say his word says I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread and I say amen his word says the seed of the righteous shall be delivered and I say his word says he was wounded for my transgressions bruised for my iniquities the chastisement of my peace was upon him and with his stripes I am healed and I say let me cut on across the field his word says I'm blessed in the city and I'm blessed in the field my offspring is blessed everything I own is blessed I'm blessed when I go out and I'm blessed when I come in my enemies come in one way but they flee seven ways and I say amen his word says my storehouse is blessed my bank is blessed my investments are blessed and I say amen 
His word says, whom shall I fear? Because the Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom shall I be afraid? And I say, amen. His word says, and the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard my heart and my mind in Christ. And I say, amen. So be it. I agree yes to your will and yes to your way from the bottom of my heart to the depths of my soul I say amen 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 somebody shout amen it is so it is so it is so it is so my body is well it is you get it my children are well my finances are well my emotions are well my mind is well above only and not beneath is so y'all stay with me I'm right here everything gonna be alright because God said it and it is do you believe it say it it is My children are free. We need to stay right there. My children are free. Stay right there. My children are free. I'm going to lie down and sleep tonight. his peace I've got his joy I've got his strength I've got his power I've got his protection I've got his plan and I'm gonna run on to see what the end will be it is so somebody shout glory Hallelujah. Come on, close it. Close it. Close it. Close it. Shout amen. Close it. Close it. Shout amen. Close it. Close it. Shout amen. Here you go. Good evening, y'all. A 
Amen. Have a good day. Enjoy your lunch. Bye-bye. Hopefully I'll see you next week. But amen. Amen. Listen, one of my pet peeves is when people get done preaching, people get up and try to preach afterwards. And so I'm not going to make the mistake and do that. Um, but if you can just look next to your neighbor, look somebody to your left or right, and just tell them really quickly, I don't know what you're asking God to do. I don't know what you're asking God to heal. I don't know who you're asking God to deliver. But just give them three words of confirmation. Tell them, it is so. Come on, say, I agree with you. I put a signature on your letter. I'm stamping it with my signature to tell them I don't know what it is, but whatever it is that you're asking God to do in your life, I agree with you. You don't got to tell me your secrets. You don't got to tell me the praise behind them tears, but I need you to know that God set me by you on purpose, and I got to tell you this morning, it is so. I I'm just confused, y'all. Looking at me, look at them. Tell them it is so. I can't hate on you. I can't be jealous about what God is about to do in your life. Why? Because I put my stamp on it. And the reason you got it is because we touched and agree. I know it's COVID. Just touch them and say, it is so. Yeah. Y'all not looking like some people that's expecting God to do something. Y'all not looking like y'all that God already said it is so. If it is so, then let it be shown. If God, you would look to look down at your phone right now and saw a deposit for a million dollars, you would praise it and run all around this sanctuary. So act like you got it already. If you were to go to the doctor tomorrow and he gave you a report and said you've been healed, you'd get to run it all around that doctor. So act like it right now. No, no. I know. As soon as the tracks start, we want to dance. But listen, if you read in the Bible, David didn't have no organ in there. David didn't have nobody in E flat. If you want to dance, dance by yourself. Yeah, it's so. It is so. It is so. It is so. The more you say it, it just makes you feel. It is so. My son needs to be healed. It is so. I need to come out of poverty. It is so. I need the job that I'm not qualified for. It is so. I need God to touch my mind and my body. It is so. Act like it's so then.
the real statement of our faith is we don't wait until we see it to praise for it. That, that's the real statement of our faith. We don't wait until we see it to praise for it. But the fact that we know that God is able to do what we're asking him to do. The Bible says he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly. And for that, we praise him. Y'all go ahead and sit down. We would be nothing short of ignorant to come into his presence um, and to think that everybody knows this God that we're shouting about. The truth of the matter is we dance, we cry, we get emotional because we've had an encounter. And once you meet him, you can't unmeet him. truth is that we would be ignorant to think that everybody has had this encounter but the truth is we want to be a part of your connection and if you don't know who this God is that we shout about that we cry about that we dance about we want you to get to meet him so we take this part in the service more serious than anything because we want to open up the doors of the church the Bible says that if you accept and you believe and you confess with your mouth then you are saved somebody watching online and you said Chris I'm going to join on the body of Christ next week after I clean myself up I don't want to join the church this week in my pajamas I hear you but the truth is as good as we look what good is a car with great paint if the engine don't work So yes, we clean up nice, but we ain't always been cleaned up. Even though our clothes were clean, our souls weren't. And we want you to take this moment and join the body of Christ. The body of Christ does not literally promise you that you won't go through anything. It doesn't mean that you'll run into rainbows and unicorns. But what it does mean is that you don't have to go through the battle alone. I tell anybody that your friends may give up on you, your family may shut you out, um, but God will never give up on you. And we don't want to take this part of service without you making this connection. So maybe you're in the sanctuary and if you want to make that decision today, you're saying, Chris, I accept, I believe, I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. Just lift your hands and somebody will come to you. Maybe you're watching online, shoot us a message, put something right there in the thread and somebody will contact you immediately. The second call is this. Maybe you already accepted the call of Christ, but now you need to get together with a group of believers who believe the same thing that you do. You need to get you an amen partner. Somebody to say, it is so with you. I tell anybody, Mount Calvary isn't the best church. It's one of the best. But it's not the best church. But maybe it's the best church for you. And if you need to be a part of a body of Christ, we need you to be a part of this body of the Christ. I say it all the time, what good is a puzzle if a piece is missing? And if you're the missing piece that we need to be the church that God has called us to be, we need you to make that decision today because we need you just as badly as you need us. So if you're here in the sanctuary, just slip your hand up. Somebody will come to you. Maybe you're watching online. Shoot us a message. Put something in the thread. We got one right there. Yeah, Miss Kim, I think they, they're good. Make that decision today. I tell them all the time, we clean up nice, 
and we have our own issues and our own problems behind closed doors and in front of closed doors the truth of the matter is anybody can attest to it Mount Calvary is a family let somebody try you in the grocery store somebody from Mount Calvary gonna be right there to have your back yeah, we are a family we are a family who agrees together and believes together that God is able if there's nobody else let the church say amen 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 deacons you can be seated let me come down before we go pastor can you join me down here? oh you changed already I'm going to a telephone booth join me down here real quick pastor all the time um, takes time out for observations and acknowledges everybody um, there are nine people that are supposed to come down can you come on down pastor takes that time out all the time to acknowledge everybody's anniversaries um, everybody's birthdays um, and pastor had a birthday last, this past Tuesday and because we were not here um, last Sunday to acknowledge his birthday uh, we want to take the time out just as a church <laughs> we want to take time out as a church um, to acknowledge your birthday and just tell you that we are grateful um, for the leadership that you offer us and we would be ignorant not to acknowledge your birthday so on the behalf of the whole Mount Calvary Church <laughs> we want to wish you a happy birthday and we want to sing happy birthday to you if we'll stand Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, Pastor Winston, happy birthday to you, come and say y'all, happy birthday to you. immediately my mind went to food I'm like oh somebody said we had cookies today <laughs> but I was not expecting all this thank you all so much um, and I'm sure that uh, the facilities crew will thank you as well <laughs> good. All right. that's it good 
Don't forget dinner with Pastor. And I do want to just greet our guests. And because Pastor is just such a given pastor, um, you may have noticed that we didn't roll a cake down here or have any cupcakes. And that's because Pastor decided to give his cupcakes to you all. And so as you exit the sanctuary, we have a small gift for you, um, just in honor of his birthday. And again, happy birthday to you, sir. Big 50. <laughs> again, before we go, um, let's not forget our ways of giving. You can give by Cash App, you can give by Givelify, or you can give by Text to Give, or maybe you're pretty traditional. The deacons are back there. Deacons, wave your hands. Um, you can put your offering right there in the basket. Again, Pastor said, don't forget dinner with Pastor. All new members who joined since October, or maybe you missed the last dinner with Pastor, join us. It's in the rear, in the rear, in the atrium um, for dinner with Pastor. Come enjoy a great meal, meet our ministry leaders, and meet your pastor. Um, it is a privilege that we must take advantage of. Also, there is something in the back, oh, the cookies for your birthday. Um, so if nothing else is to be said, are we still following exit procedure? Yes, ma'am. Well, if you stand for the benediction, do me a favor. As soon as we say amen, and as we agree together, sit back down and follow the direction of the ushers to exit the sanctuary. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ever ask or think. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Let all the saints agree together. Amen.
musical stylings of Isaiah. Get out. 